Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Trent Green on the hotline right now. You, uh, uh, Trent's one of those guys, like, hey, I just, I love that he, he ended up in Kansas City. And really, just, this is his place. He might as well, I know he was born and grew up in St. Louis, but this this is his home. Yeah, and, and and from football to charity to just being a dude about the town, and and I've known this, but it just man, when you really sit down and read about Trent Green and everything he's done, and and the the times he's gotten hit and got back up and gotten hit and gotten back up to the point where it's it's outright uh, suicide's too strong of a word, but to continue on with his game would have cost him his his mental capabilities, his cognitive. I thought like. You couldn't keep getting hit like that. He just took him, and he kept getting up, and that's the kind of strength you just don't see in a lot of human beings. And that's well, that's how you end up doing how many seasons? Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen seasons in the league. You also see like he's just a superior human being when we played with him in the big slick. Like, yes. I mean, we've both done. I mean, you played a little bit of sports. You did whatever, but then you see a dude just naturally. Like, uh, they, they have something that is beyond, like, a normal human being. Oh, I looked at Gloria Rudd, uh, Paul's mom, and I, I, I mouthed, why would you set me next to him? <laughs> like, I've got my little jersey on, my little <laughs> Royals jersey. I'm playing in the game I'm with in, them. coach. I know. I just, I, I, he didn't say it, but I felt like, you're just lucky to be here, aren't you, kid? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's been my dream. The, the factory said I could do it. <laughs> Born July 9th in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. He is a graduate of Indiana University who spent time playing for Washington and St. Louis before being traded to the Kansas City Chiefs, where he spent five seasons rivaling some of the most legendary quarterbacks in the NFL in total passing yards. He retired in 2009, making the move to the broadcast booth and working with numerous charities in Kansas City. And he's here today to talk about the Chiefs' big playoff game against the Jacksonville Jaguars this Saturday afternoon at Arrowhead. Please welcome, Chiefs great and friend of the show, Trent Green. Mr. Trent Green, how are you? Hey, good morning, man. It's been, it's been too long. Been yes. too long. Well, look at here we are, man. The plus, and it snuck up on me, man. I, I was like, are we? Are you kidding me? I think the bye week threw me, and I said a lot of a lot of stuff crashing around in life and diet. But here we are. Like, we're well, yes. Ready. And before we get too far into it, I, you know, I'm just sorry to hear about your mom. I know. Uh, it's always tough to lose a parent, and and uh, so I'm, I'm I'm sorry to hear that uh, that that happened. Thanks, man. It's it is weird. Uh, it's it's just it's such a you all, you forget, and it kind of happens in waves. 
like I'll be going along with my day and then something will come up and you'll think about your parents and you'll, you'll then again, you, you're like, Oh yeah, that's not, I'm not going to call. I'm not going to, that's it. Right. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. Like everybody's well, going to face. And just, you know, I lost my dad during the 2005 season when I was quarterbacking for the chiefs and uh, his birthday would have been two days ago. And so you sit there and you think, you know, and it's like, and it's still, you know, I still, you know, we knew that we knew his birthday's coming up, but, but I mean, it's 2005, right? And so, you know, you have those moments. Uh, it doesn't always have to be just on their birthday, but, you know, you have those moments during the day where certain things pop up. And you're like, man, that brings back a memory about something, whether from your childhood or, or uh, just a lesson learned or something. So just uh, sorry that you're having to go through that. And, uh, and I'm sure you have lots of great memories. Oh, no, wonderful memories. And, uh, and, you know, it is – and I'm lucky that, you know, my parents got to see at least the, the, the show do do well and, and, and continue on with that. And uh, as, as I, it just made me think about how proud your father must have been of you to to watch you quarterback and, and play. Like, you know, I'm sure your dad, you you know, he's the one who threw your first football to you, I'm sure. Yeah, it's uh, – you know, there's a lot of great memories, uh, a lot of tough moments, you know, as you, you mentioned in the opening, a lot, lot of hits, a lot of surgeries, a lot of uh, nights in the hospital, lots of – you know, it's just part of part of playing the game. And, uh, you know, having him there for a lot of that uh, meant a lot. You know, there were times it's, it's you know, different now that I've, I've – now, now I wear the parent hat, right? And I've got a 25-year-old, 23-year-old, and then my daughter's 17, and, and they're playing sports, and they're going through life's questions. And you go through all that stuff, and you try and reflect back on – conversations you've had with your parents over the years and and uh you know it's just it's funny how it uh, it just kind of comes full circle full circle sure and uh, you try and you know reference those like i said the life experiences and the things you've learned to try and pass on down and and, and, and try to put them in a little bit of a better position and and understand things a little bit better than maybe what you went through well you know i thought about you when uh Demar hamlin that that hit that stopped his heart yeah and of course everybody's speculating and, and in my head I was thinking, why are you speculating why he got hit so hard? It stopped his heart. It happens. It's possible. It happens in car wrecks. It happens with traumatic injuries. And 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 I don't know what, if any new news has come out, but I've, I've been a guy who has seen it when I was riding the ambulance. A guy would hit the steering wheel, and it would just thump him in the heart, basically, and it would just stall it. And it, that's how hard you guys are out there playing. That's how well, much it- force is out there. It is. And, and, you know, that was emotional for me to watch it. You know, if you remember, you know, back in my time here in Kansas City, I got knocked out and, and was out on the field for, for five, six, seven minutes and, yeah. you know, was out there for a long time. And so the medical staff for the Chiefs, the medical staff, the emergency medical people that were on site, uh, the doctors that were on the sideline, the way they handled me, the way they handled my family, you know, the communication that was ongoing with my wife and, and my kids were in the stands. And, you know, it was just, um, just all of that, you know, all that emotion kind of came back, but the way they handled it, excuse me, the way that they handled it, the way that the NFL handled it, the way that both teams were prepared for it, uh, the EMTs, as you know, because that was a job you had. I mean, those yeah. are situations that you never want to be put in, but that's why you train for those situations when it does happen. And, and I just thought, uh, you know, what a great job by, by both staffs and, and all the medical personnel just to save his life. And, and, you know, he's back up, moving around. He's back in Buffalo. Uh, he went into the complex last week. He's still, he's still got a long way to go, but he went into the complex, um, the, the practice facility last week to see the team uh, before their game. Um, so he's around. My guess is he may even make an appearance at the game this week because they play the Bengals this week in the division round, and it was the Bengals game. 
that it all happened in a couple of weeks ago. So uh, what an emotional thing that'll sure. be for, for the fans and for the team. And, and I'm just speculating, I'm guessing, um, but what a cool moment that would be if he, if he's able to make it to the game in person. Do you think he'll return? I, and I know there's no definitive answer, but obviously he'll want to return. Do you think they'll clear him? You know, I think he will. I think as long as he's, uh, as long as he gets all the clearance that he needs to get, you know, there was something that happened in, in the hockey game, um, in the NHL game back in the late nineties, uh, with a player got hit by a puck. And as you know, because you, you were in an ambulance, you, there, there's, if you get hit in that right, that right fraction of a second, if you get hit at the wrong possible time, right? It's, it's like yeah, the chances are sure. so slim. But if you get hit at the wrong time, it causes your heart. It causes what, happened, what we saw happen on the field. Well, it happened in the late 90s in a hockey game. That hockey player didn't play the rest of the season but came back and ended up playing. I believe he played 12 more seasons uh, after having that injury. So it is possible. Um, it's obviously scares a lot of other people when you, when you see that. I know when I came back from my concussions, I had a lot of people going, man, you're crazy. I said, well, I've, I've talked to all the, I've, I've seen all the different doctors I can see. I've gone through every test I can go through. They're all telling me I'm not at any greater risk. And this is what I do. This is what my passion is. This is what I've worked for. My guess is the same thing will take place with him if he wants to come back, number one. And then number two is if he gets if he gets clearance from all the different experts and say you're at no greater risk now than you were before when you went out on the field, I would imagine that that he would want to come back and play. But that's you know that's all pure pure speculation at this point. Well, if you're just joining the show, the great uh, Kansas City and Trent Green, uh, NFL quarterback. Of course, you guys have all seen him CBS. Uh, and, and but I, I thought about you so much when I saw this, just knowing how you went through. Uh, those severe, severe concussions, and people told you not to play. Some people told you to play when you were, when you were with your family. Like, did they ever push against playing, or were they? They just knew that it was important to support you and just say, "Okay, whatever your decision is, then, then we're with you." They, you know what? They, I, I, I know that uh, they, they probably all wanted me to stop. It's funny, you know, we were talking about my dad a little bit earlier, and you know, and I had a really bad knee injury in, in uh, late ni- in '99 season in St. Louis before I came over to Kansas City, and uh, and I just remember him just kind of, he's like, you know, it's okay if you want to stop because I had I had like four surgeries in the first 13 months, and it was just a grueling rehab, and I had to go back in, get it cleaned up, go back. In. I mean, it was just a just to get back out on the field, it was a lot of work. And he was just like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. You, you know, you've, you've lived your, you know, you've gotten to the point where this is, you know, you made it to be a starter in the NFL and you, you know, you, you've done what you, and I'm just like, no, this isn't the end. This isn't, you know, it's like, but he wanted, he, I thought it was a cool moment by him. Now that I, at first I was mad at him, but now as, as a dad, I look back on it and he was just trying to tell me it was okay. Like, sure. it's okay. If you want to stop, it's okay. If, you know, hey, you've, you've done a really, really good job to get to this point. It's okay if you, you know, and yeah, but, and for but me, you know, when you hear that oh, as a want... son, you go, yeah. absolutely not. Like, <laughs> it, it, but even though now you can look back and go, it was truly out of love. Yeah. But when you hear that, yeah. like somebody goes, it's in all you hear is it's okay to be a pussy. <laughs> right. that's like, and, and they don't mean it like that. Yeah. And it's not, right. but, but that's right. all I can hear when people say something like that to me. Yes. Yes. So along the same lines with yeah. the, you know, the, the, the big concussion in, in uh, Kansas city, I missed eight games that year. And I remember I came back at the end of the season um, for the last few games and then into the playoffs and, and people just saying, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. I'm like, man, I've seen, I've seen so many neurologists, neuropsychologists and neurosurgeons. I've been, to three different doctors, I, I'm like three different cities to see different doctors. I mean, I, 
I go, I think I've done everything I can to prove that I'm okay. But everybody was still looking at me like, are you sure? Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, this is, uh, this is what I do. And I, I love doing it. And if they're telling me I'm at no greater risk than, then, then yeah, I want to, I want to keep rolling. Yeah. So no, and I hope, uh, I hope DeMar Hamlet comes back and I hope he has a great yeah. career and, and he, and he'll, he just, because it's, it's just, you know, again, like, like so many people, you know, you see these guys and you know how much it took. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm a giant sports fan. I understand the amount of work and dedication and, and how you have to go after something with every fiber of your being to become successful. And to right. see it taken away for, for nothing, you just, it's heartbreaking. And you root for these guys. And you go, man, I just hope you become great. I hope you shatter every record. Well, that's what you do. You're hoping for, right? I mean, and and you mentioned your line of work, right? I mean, it wasn't easy for you to get to where you were. We, you know, we we've, we've heard that over the years, and and the work that you put in, and and you know, uh, same as with an athlete, same as with business. Uh, you know, it's it's there's got to be a commitment there, right? There's got to be work that goes into it, and uh, and you want people uh, to work hard for it, and you you feel good for those people when they put that work in and they succeed, and and. Sure you know, make successes of themselves, you, you want them to do well. And so, yeah, I would, I would think that that's, uh, you know, that would be, that would be a great moment if DeMar Hamlin is able to make it yeah. back on the field. But even if he isn't the way that he's been able to change, not only his community, but the country and the world and just the way everybody's responded to it. Uh, you know, that's, that speaks volumes for the, the type of person that he is and, and the way that uh, people have responded around him. Well, I mean, Mahomes has that same, I think, you know, coming in so young and being so spectacularly uh, 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 just a phenom, you know, he was unstructured in the sense that when right. when it had to be done a certain way and it wasn't a play that you had practiced, it was just some crazy motion you were able to do with your arm or, or a connection you could make with another player, he would just do it. And it changed the way we looked at football, so much so that now you see these other quarterbacks doing very similar, uh, uh, just non-traditional throws and plays well i made i made a comment earlier this season on on cbs during during one of the the segments that we were talking about patrick and, and i said the thing that patrick has done is he is he's a generational quarterback so all the kids that have kind of in this era of of watching sports and growing up in sports this is the guy like so you know no matter what your you know, around here, you know, Lynn Dawson, and then, you know, uh, your different Hall of Fame quarterbacks, whether it be Dan Marino on down the line, right? You got, you have all your different Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You have different people that in your generation, you kind of, this is your guy. Well, Mahomes is that guy. And not only is he a generational quarterback in terms of people at this generation, this is the guy they're going to talk about. He's changing the way the game is played. And, and you brought it up and that kids now, like you, you go out to a youth, you go out to a youth park, uh, whether it's organized football or not, but especially if you go to like these flag football fields and these organized fields, all these kids are doing the things that Patrick does or attempting to do. I right. should say that they're yeah. attempting to do. And it's, you know, when I first saw him do it, his first, his first couple of years, you know, in the NFL here in Kansas city. And, and it was just so non-traditional, right? The throwing angles, the yeah. sidearm, the I'm running this way and throwing that way. I'm going to, scramble and do a 360 and make the DB or make the defensive lineman fall down. And then I'm going to throw it all the way across the field. 70. I mean, he's doing things that kind of broke the mold of what quarterback quote unquote unwritten rules were. And he was, he was doing it with a high degree of success. Won an MVP the first year that he was playing. He'll win his second this year. Uh, pretty confident about that. And, uh, and just the way he's kind of changed. So you see little kids doing it. You see kids in college doing it. You see, uh, you know, other players in the NFL attempting to do it. We've talked to some of the young quarterbacks around the league, and I said, 
you know, now you're starting to do some of these things. They said, well, we have to train for it. Like we see what Mahomes is doing. We see what Josh Allen's doing. We see what, you know, Joe Burrow's doing. We see what these young quarterbacks are doing and they're throwing from different platforms and we've got to come up with different ways to do it. And they know in order for their game to expand and their game to grow and for them to continue to play at a high level or get to the level that these guys are playing at, they've got to work on that. And, and the thing about Patrick that, uh, that is so special is he doesn't think it's anything different. It's what he's grown up doing. I've had the conversation with him. He's like, this, I mean, it's, he goes, to me, it's not like I'm doing anything different. It's what I've always done. So uh, that's what makes it so cool. And, and the way he's handled himself and sure. led this team, led this organization and, and uh, continues to, gr- to do great things in the community as well. Well, and uh, Trent, as you know, once we get past the Jaguars, if we get past, then I will take my my spot on the bandwagon. <laughs> you know, I'm back in. I'm back in. Well, you know, you know, if if they get past the Jaguars and if the Bills beat the Bengals, the Kansas City Buffalo game is going to be at a neutral site, yeah. and that's uh, because of the Demar Hamlin and how they had to change things, and and it's going to be down in Atlanta. So. Um, yeah, that's uh, let's 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 hope that's a let's hope that's a reality. Whether whether the Chiefs you know play the Bengals or the Bills, uh, trying to get past the Jaguars, they played them you know they played them a few weeks ago, uh, back in Week Ten. Uh, it was a fairly close game. It it didn't seem it was that close, but the score was close. Um, they had them twenty to nothing, and then the Jaguars just don't go yeah. away. But the Jaguars are a much better football team. They're they're seven and one. Uh, since they last played the Chiefs, and I, I think even though they lost to Kansas City in Arrowhead, I think it was. It's such a young team. Uh, I think that was a growing experience, and, and I think they learned a lot from it, and it kind of gave them the confidence, you know, moving forward to, to be in the position they're in now to, to, to come into Arrowhead in the playoffs. Yeah, well, listen, this is what we got two games to get through to see if we can, we can get another, a third Super Bowl, which it sounds crazy to me to say third Super Bowl in such a short time for Kansas City. If you've grown up here like we all have, like it's, you go, what? like, no, we don't get the Super Bowls. Like, I mean, we just, we <laughs> right. got to, we got some in the nineties, you know, there was some playoff stuff, but man, it just, those dreams ended pretty goddamn early. And, and it just, it's, it's so fantastic to see a city come up around a young player. Like we've talked about Trent and he's a good cat. He's, he's cut from the same old guys like you were like, he takes his job and his leadership very seriously. And, and people talk about that. Like it's, you can, you can be the kind of guy out in the world that, that beats his own chest and tells you about himself, or you can be the guy who does it and other people will speak of it. And that's the powerful one. Well, and, and the thing that he's, you know, he's, and he's so young, right? We, we mentioned that from, from the very beginning. He's still young. I mean, it seems yes. like he's been playing forever, but he's still in his twenties. And so he's got a long way to go. Uh, I think it's great what they've done with this roster. They've sprinkled in some, some vet guys. Uh, and then they've got the young guys. They've, you know, the offensive line has done really well. I think with the draft, you know, the two young guys, Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith, um, they're going to be anchors for a long, long time. Um, you know, and then Travis Kelsey. I, I don't know if you've had a if you've had a chance to run into Travis over the years. You know, you guys both running in the celebrity circles. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> if, you, if you guys you know have ever run into each other. But Travis is a really enough. good dude. He's just <laughs> goony, he's just goony enough to to run in the same circles. You know what I mean? Like he's he's an interesting cat. I wasn't sure what to think of him at the very beginning because of the reality TV show thing. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And then you realize, no man, this dude's he's just living his life, and he's just. He, so he's a genuine great dude. Yes, he really is. Yeah, yes. yeah it's uh, it's fun to watch him because it's like it's 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 like the old school guys like Grunny. Yeah, you know, just living his best goofy life, like just out there hammering away, like 
just enjoying the ride. I think, you know, he's well, not. And, and, and the thing is, don't take yourself too seriously, that's right? right? That's I mean, right. I think I think that's what Travis, I mean, Travis is like, yeah, I did the dating thing. Yeah, I wouldn't do it again. But, you know, it was fun. Why not be goofy? You know, he's got the he's got the podcast thing he's doing with his brothers where they like to, with his brother that they like to tell crazy stories. Uh, yeah, you know, he, wear, he wears some crazy outfits, does all that. But, I mean, it's like, you know what, I'm just going to be me and just roll with it. So. Yeah, that, well, that's 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 the greatest success I think anybody can have when you can still do you. You can real, really genuinely be who you are and succeed in your field. That to me is is the best success you could ever have. Yeah, it, and it's it's so much fun seeing these guys. Uh, you know, Travis when he got to town, uh, he reached out right away and was like, "Listen, if there's anything I can do, he's helped me with my golf tournament over the years. He's helped me with nice. Ronald McDonald House charities. He's you know." It, He's like, listen, if I'm around and I'm available, I'll help out any way I can. So he's always been very gracious with his time. Uh, and it, as his career has gone on and on, you know, that time gets more and more limited just because he's getting tugged in a bunch of different directions. And, and that's what comes along with success. Yeah. And you look at the success that this team has had now for a number of years and uh, what they've been able to do. And, you know, it looks like it's going to continue on, uh, you know, for quite some time with the with the young talent they have in place and, and uh, you know, with the coaching staff they have in place. So it's uh, it's been a lot of fun for the city. I know that. Hey, what year did you start with CBS? Oh, goodness. This was just finished up my ninth season yeah. uh, with yeah, CBS. We... I've, been in, I've been in broadcasting 14. I did a couple years at NFL Network, did a year of Fox, did some years with Westwood One Radio doing, like, Thursday night NFL. But this was – I just wrapped up my ninth year with CBS. And, and I, I'll tell you, man, people – you guys need to understand this. You went from – what it took to become a great world-class athlete and quarterback for all those seasons to transitioning to something that other people try their whole lives and can never get to. It's not just a gimme because you played football, you have a nice, a pleasant face, you're a handsome guy. It's not that. That's not how you succeed. That might get you a season or two, but it will not provide you nine seasons on in that competition because you better get the ratings. You better be there for a reason. People better love what you do or you're out because there's a lot of money on the line of those shows. And well, I, I think and, it's and incredible. Is, well, thank you. I, and, and the thing is, you have to put the work in. That's what I learned yeah. real early. Uh, I was not naive to the fact that I knew nothing about it when I came into it. Um, you know, now they, now the NFL does a good job. They have these broadcast boot camps for players that want to get into broadcasting. You can go, you know, in the nice. off season and, and do some practicing. Hey, do I want to be behind the camera? Do I want to be in front of the camera? Do I want to do sound? Do I want to do video? Do I want to work the boards? Do I want to direct or produce? I mean, there's all these different things to learn the business and, and I remember when I first went in there, they're like, okay, just go out there and talk football. And I'm like, well, no, no. What, I mean, like, what am I, what am I doing? They're like, I'll throw the headset on and just share some story. And I'm like, they just kind of threw me in it. And, right. and I remember calling, uh, you know, I called coach for and I called other guys that, uh, that had, had been in the business at some point in time and just tried to get as much information I, as I could possibly get to get myself prepared. And then every year, you know, you just put in more and more work and you get prepared and, yeah, you can tell the guys that aren't prepared when you listen to them on broadcast. Of course. Uh, and the guys that have put in time and, and, and know what they're talking about. And, you know, you can only get away with that, as you said. You're not going to stick around very long unless you put the work in. Yeah. And uh, and I enjoy that part of it. As, as a quarterback, I had to put a lot of time in studying tape and getting ready. And I kind of got my routine down now for a broadcast, how I get prepared for it and what I study and what tape I watch and, and what I'm reading and what statistics I want to look at and those kinds of things. Um it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I, I appreciate it. I've been been blessed to play for a long time and now broadcast for a long time. So 
I've got no complaints. Yeah, again, I, I think people sometimes think once you're a great, then they just automatically hand you something. And I'm like, man, it does not happen like that to be able to continue on. And it really is an entirely different career based on an entirely different talent. And, and for you to be able to, to, to conquer that, it, it is astounding. As a guy in broadcasting, I'm like, wow, that's really like, if you really think about what it took to do that. And I, I just realized we'd never spoken about that. And I wanted to pay you that compliment because I really mean it. It's, 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 it, there, there are guys who were born to be great at stuff because there's a, a, a discipline that you can find inside yourself to become great. And, uh, and it won't guarantee you success, but you can't have this kind of success without that discipline. And that's the one thing I have come to know. Well, I, I appreciate it. That's nice of you to say. And, and, and also, I have a ton of respect for what, for what you do. And everybody, everybody thinks, oh, just Johnny shows up every morning and gets on there and just talks. Oh, he's on there with his friends, and they just get on there and talk. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, the, the organization that has to go on, and I know you get yelled at all the time, like, oh, we missed a commercial break, and we got to go longer <laughs> here, and we got to do this. And, you know, uh, you know it's, it's not an easy thing. It, it really isn't. And to, to, to fill the amount of time that you do and, and keep it entertaining as well, right? You can't just get on there and, uh, you know, just sound off about hey, certain listen. things. You got to make it entertaining as well. So there, there's a lot that goes into it. So I have, a, I have a lot of respect for what you guys do on a daily basis, and it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun listening. Brother, I, and I love you for saying it, but look, I'm as surprised as anybody. This thing is still <laughs> Listen, there's no accounting for taste. It just keeps showing up, but it's, it's, uh, I'm happy to be here, that's for sure. Because, again, I get to take this crazy ride and meet a guy like you, Trent, and, and, and call you a friend and, and, and get to see the world through your eyes, a true champion with a Super Bowl ring, with those seasons in the NFL who've stood out there on that field facing the opponents in, inside of 80,000 screaming people. And, and otherwise, I could never understand what we're really talking about without these moments. And I will tell you, like, that's the thing. I, people go, what do you love about radio? And I go, that, that's what I love. I love being able to see things through somebody else's eyes that really have a grasp of what that was that we just see on the television or the movie screen or in concert. It, to me, is the most – that's why I still show up every day because I really do love it. And I, I just love – like, I get in today and I go, hey, Trent's on today. That's right, we're in the playoffs. And the idea that, you know, you stop by here to talk, like, to me, it means the world. And I absolutely love it. Well, it's, it's always great being on and, and, and catching up. And, uh, and I, you know, here's the thing. And I'm sure you get the energy. I'm sure there, there's some days you come into the studio and you're tired. And you're like, oh, I don't really feel like doing this. But I'm just going to put together the best show we can. You know, and, and there's days you go into the stadium. Uh, and, and I know people don't want to hear this. But even days as a player, you walk in, you're like, man, I'm just not feeling it today. And then you go out there and you're like, okay, and you get the energy going and you get, you know, and it's, you know, everybody has good days and bad days. Even sure. if you're a starting quarterback in the NFL, or even if you're broadcasting a game, or even if you're the, you know, the host of a daily radio show, right? It's like you're going to have good days and bad days. And when you go in and you get that energy around you and you kind of get going, you get that adrenaline going, it kind of fuels the fire sure. and, uh, you know, and and it's just it's just part of it, and and uh, I love it. I still get ready, you know, uh, for the broadcast. I still get up there where we getting close to kickoff. Hey, three minutes till the open airs. You know, everybody's getting into position. It's right. all that stuff, and you get that adrenaline rush going, and uh, and then the excitement of the game takes over. I think that's the thing that we as broad, or, you know, now now that I'm broadcasting, the thing is. We want close games, right? Close games are exciting. Close sure. games get everybody going, get the energy going. Uh, you know, you click on a game that's a 30-point spread. I mean, it, it's hard. It's hard to make it sound exciting when it's a 30-point game, right? Yeah, and so yeah. um, we all love the adrenaline rush, whether it be from music or sports or whatever it is that your passion is. And, uh, 
you know, I just, I just think it's, it's fun that I've been able to, to do it as long as I have, and, and I appreciate your words. Uh, listen, you're, you're, you're a goddamn legend, and that's a, that's a fact. And, uh, and you wear it really well. And I, 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 but we will talk again, hopefully, as we go into the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. They, this, is a, this is a big game against Jacksonville. Like I said, they just played a few weeks ago. Uh, but they get this one. You know, then it's going to be – it's either got to be the Cincinnati or Buffalo, who uh, we played both of them earlier this year. So, um, it never, at this time of year, it never gets easy. So, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's exciting time. My gut tells me we want Buffalo, not 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 the Bengals. And I can't. I have nothing to base it on other than just watching I was gonna that. Say, how, how is it that your gut's telling you that? You don't because know anything. That, that <laughs> because, because that Joe Burrow's kid, I watched him. And is that because you're more scared of Tigers than you are of Buffalo? Yes, that's right. What, what, that's uh, right. That's right. That's exactly. That little, that little home alone Macaulay Culkin guy, right. I, I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, I just, <laughs> I was watching him in that game, and he was doing the same stuff I'd seen Mahomes do. And he, and yeah. he had that same kind of face on, like that effortless kind of like I'm having a good time thing. And I was like, uh oh, there's another one of there's there's now there's a Patrick, you know, point two. And, and I'm like, uh oh, this is real. Like, and, and because yeah, he, you know, Joe Joe Burrow uh, is the quarterback you're referring to for Cincinnati. He's got yeah. this. Uh, he's just got this swagger about him. He yeah. really does. He has he has that. You know, we talk about Mahomes having that it factor. Like you can tell, like when a guy walks in a room or a guy walks out on the field, it's like. Okay, he has that it factor. Well, well, Burrow's the same way. Yeah, like he comes in, he comes into our production meetings to talk to us, and it's like, okay, the way this guy carries himself, the way he handles it, the way his teammates respond to him. That's a, that's another thing. How how do the guys in the on the team? How do they respond to him? How do they right? You know, some guys are like they. You know, you see the guys that come walking in, and the teammates like roll their eyes, like, "Oh, this guy." Right. You know, and right. then you see the other guys where they all just kind of hover to him because they're like. Whatever it is he's he's doing, I, I want that juice, right? It's yeah. like I want that energy, and uh, and he's got he's got that it factor, and that's you know Josh Allen's the same way, um, the quarterback for Buffalo. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's a good group. It's going to be exciting this week, and uh, yeah, hopefully the Chiefs can get it done. Well, listen, you work into your broadcast. My gut feeling about the Bengals, you know, people will respond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a secret I'll weapon. say Johnny. Johnny's Johnny's really scared of Bengal tigers, <laughs> so he would rather. He thinks he, thinks he has a better chance of uh, escaping a buffalo that's, that's charging right. at him than a tiger that's, that's right. chasing him. So. That's right. I <laughs> uh, listen, my friend. Uh, I will talk to you very, very soon, man. I hope everything is wonderful in your world, and uh, I hope everybody checks you out. Don't forget, CBS guys, watch him. Look for him. The NFL playoffs are here. Chiefs versus Jaguars this Saturday, three thirty at Arrowhead. Uh, I love you, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good, Johnny. Take care. Mark my words, you sons of bitches. <laughs> you can you can all you want, but you're gonna cry when the video goes that way. <laughs> I'd rather be wrong. You know, you, what do you think? I know what you're saying. I know, it but just what, makes... I mean, that's okay. What do you think? Who would hey. you rather play? Again, you know, there's no wrong or right. I'm just telling you that's how I feel. I, I don't. What, I, I can't back it up. You know that. As in the past, people rallied to root behind the Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes when it all was fresh and, and new, and yeah. like every but everybody loved the spirit that he played with. Okay, well, if you go up against the Bills this year, we almost you know had a, a guy that was knocked the hell out. And there's so a whole pretty, story they're feeling, behind they're that. They're feeling very strong because of that need to win for him. Of course, yeah, and people, you're right, you're and right. people rallying behind them. What do you, what do you say about that? I would rather play the Bills or the Bengals. In the- 
Yeah, you know, because yeah, I don't have any I, love for him for that. Reason, I hadn't considered the idea that the world is going to kind of root for the Bills because of what happened for with a Hamlin. Backstory. Because yeah. that that what was, happened on the field now they're so like, serious. Do it for right, Demar. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's that's very real. Right. I I'll that, take I on that. Even, I just saw the little Burroughs kid beat our ass three I'll times in a row. I was going to say <laughs> that, the like, downside yeah. of the Bengals is yeah. we Mahomes is yet to beat. So that's Joe that's my hangup with that. Sure, but I hadn't considered the do it for the you know. Do but it the whole country, yeah. yeah, is behind the bill. And I mean, it's a terrible tragedy what happened to the kid. I'm glad he's doing okay. Sure. But nobody loves a story like this more than the NFL. I mean, they're this close to DeMar Hamlin parachuting in, holding Lee Greenwood's hand, riding the <laughs> Like, they love Shut this kind mouth. of story. <laughs> well, let's, get, let's, see, let's see if we can beat the Jaguars, yeah, first, shall we? Like, let's, let's get to that place, man. Let's... Touchdown! Mahomes with danger in his face! Scares that danger down! This Saturday, the Chiefs take on Jacksonville. Yeah, you know our boys have been on the road. So we will play victory. But my homes only has one thing on his mind, and that's a return to the Super Bowl. So we will play victory. Oh, sure, the Jags came back and beat the Chargers. But this Saturday, that's changing. You know the Chiefs, they are raging. Let the playoffs begin. Yeah, there's no turning back now. We're in the Jaguar season. Here in KC. You know we'll be the Jags with the quickness. We're gonna take them down, you can bet fast. We're gonna beat the Jags with the quickness. Mahomes again and Juju Pacheco and Kelsey. Jacksonville think they got a little sleepness. But we'll take them down with the quickness. The Chiefs are gonna win, you can bet fast. This Saturday the Chiefs are gonna play victory. 30-yard line, 20-yard line, 10-yard line, 5-yard line. Touchdown, Kansas City. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.